Jared, the GM on ESPN 1025, the game. He's the GM, Floyd Reese, on a Fireball Hot Take Friday. GM, how are you? Outstanding. I am mad mad at the GM. I am (laughs) mad at the GM. We already started today off on, on the wrong foot. What did you tell me when we came into this beautiful new studio we have that is now just about completely decorated? I've got all this stuff up. It's outstanding. What did you tell me? You said, this TV is yours. You can watch your football on this one, and I'll take these. And so I'm just, I'm agreeing with your premise. So, so we have a big TV, <laughs> and we have a little TV. This is not like my house where I have the two big TVs next to each other, thanks to Electronic Express. The, we got the big TV here, although I'm sure all these TVs are thanks to Electronic Express. But we got the big TV right here, and then we got the little TV, which I'm fine with. And every time the Braves play a day game, I put the Braves on a little TV, and you don't hear me talk about it much because I'm busy hosting the show, doing my job. And Floyd is always watching the NFL Network, which is always like a replay of some game from the week before. Uh, and so, anywho, so today the Braves come on at three o'clock, and I was just hopeful that the GM would let my Braves, who are going to choke it up again, just like they choked it up last night, would let me put my Braves on the big TV and could watch the rerun of that great Ram Seahawks game last night on the little TV for once. And the GM said, "Absolutely no not. way." I, and the only reason, really. Otherwise, I would have, but I was convinced Bold. yesterday that if the Braves lost the first one, that the series was over. Who convinced so you after, of that? You did. You're right. So after the, after that, I figure it's over. No need watching. Oh, no, uh, I, I think it's over. I think it's over. I think the Cardinals are, maybe sweep the Braves, but probably win in four. I've seen this song and dance too many times. Anywho, on to the stuff people here care about. Let's start with the Titans. we got two big things to get to, Fireball Hot Take Friday. Let's start with the Titans. I have a horrible feeling about this Buffalo Bills game. And I don't know how good the Bills are. Now, it looks like Josh Allen's going to play because he was a full participant today in practice. But we talked about this yesterday. I'm not sure how much... Of it, uh, how much better Josh Allen is than Matt Barkley. Like, I get for the Bills, they want to play Josh Allen because how do you develop your young quarterback? You play your young quarterback. But in terms of who gives you the better chance to beat the Titans, I don't know who it is between Barkley or Allen. But Allen was a full participant today in practice, which makes me think he's probably going to play. But the reason I have a bad feeling about the Buffalo game has almost nothing to do with the quarterback. In fact, I literally would say it has absolutely nothing to do with the quarterback. I just don't trust the Titans to follow up the good Atlanta performance with a good Buffalo performance because that's been the knock on the Titans for however X many years is once they get themselves in an opportunity where you start to feel good about them, they go out and they lose to, I don't know, Buffalo. So here's Buffalo this week. They got a good defense. They've played, they're three and one. They played the Patriots tough. And I don't have a good feeling at all about the Titans, just based on past history, before we even get to the matchups or the breakdowns of this game. For some reason, the the lack of consistency by both the team and Marcus has me with a bad feeling going into Sunday's game against Buffalo. Didn't we had a discussion yesterday about talking about how things that happened in the past and happened a couple of years ago? That was a Preds discussion. And, oh, and it's different in different sports. 
Well, you're the only one who says, I don't know, American hockey, but I'm it's just football. curious. Is it different? different? Uh, no, it's the same. It has nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing. But, um, I mean, this Buffalo team is better than any Buffalo team we've played in a while. Not necessarily better at every spot across the board. Uh, I think what they do, they really, really do well. And then they've got some holes that they've been able to cover. I mean, they've got some serious deficiencies, and they've got some super-duper areas that they have just, you know, they've they've been able to, to uh, end up with three wins out of it. So, um, you know, I mean, I, this is going to be a typical Buffalo game. It's going to be tight and close and, you know, nail-biter and right down to the end and all that kind of good stuff. Well, now New England beat them 16-10, but New England didn't play really all that well, but Buffalo turned the ball over three times. But they also beat the bum Bengals, and we know how bad the Bengals are right now. They only beat the Bengals by three. So, I mean, I can kind of, you know, you can say, well, Buffalo is, Buffalo's three and one. Well, they beat the Jets, the Giants, and the Bengals. Those are three of the worst teams in the NFL. They lost to New England, but they played New England. I mean, I got more respect from them from their loss against New England than I did for any of their three wins. But again, to me, this is going to sound crazy. I don't think this has as much my feeling towards the game. I don't think has as much to do with Buffalo as much as it has to do with the Titans. You know, like Atlanta, like when they played Atlanta last week, I was worried because I was worried about Julio Jones and I was worried about uh, Calvin Ridley and uh, uh, Deontay Freeman. Like I was worried about those guys. Devontae Freeman. I'm not worried about. Josh Allen, and I know Buffalo has a nice defense, and they they take the ball away, but I'm not worried about Buffalo as much as I'm worried about the Titans going out there and just playing badly because that's what they tend to do. Well, the Buffalo has has easily made enough mistakes to be 0-4, and yet through those mistakes, they've found a way to end up 3-1. And uh, and 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 we can say what we want about Buffalo and and for example their defense, which is le- a legitimate defense now. But I mean their offense is rated higher in almost every category than we are, and and in a lot of cases much higher. You look at yards per game. You look at at uh, things like that, rushing, passing, all that kind of stuff. I mean they're a lot better than we are. And this is their problem. The absolute best thing they do, absolute best thing in the football team, is they create turnovers. They get a – they probably lead the league in interceptions and probably lead the league in in fumbles recovered. Outstanding. The absolute worst thing they do, absolute worst thing they do – Turn the ball over. Is turn the ball over. Because they lead the league probably in interceptions and lead the league probably in fumbles. So – that's their story. Well, so my gut tells me they're going to they're gonna turn the football over on Sunday. Buffalo is. The Titans have got to do what they're doing, which is not turn the football uh, over. Exactly. And, and it, it's going to sound crazy. Like, if you go to Buffalo and you don't, or I mean, you play Buffalo and you don't turn the ball over in this game, I think you're going to win. You know, if you do not turn the football over, if you, hey, what do we like to say before they play Jacksonville? Run, 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 punt. I think this could be a perfect run, 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 punt game. 
because you the the whole key to the run run punt the run 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 punt formula is to wait for Blake Bortles to make a mistake. Well, in this case, this guy is like Blake Bortles if he plays Josh Allen. So you run 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 punt and then you wait for him to make a mistake. And if you told me that the Titans effectively play Buffalo and they run 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 punt, I'd feel better about it. It just when's the last time Marcus had a good game and followed it up with another good game? Oh, that's and and this gets down to you know, the same question we we talk about every week, which is you know, if he's going to be the guy that you you want to crown, then he's got to stack some of these. He's got to put them together. And and if he can't, then, you know, you're left with a hey, 50-50. You want to take your chances with that or you want to, you know, go ahead and try somebody new or what is it you want to do? But there's absolutely no reason. I shouldn't say that. I mean, there is reason. Their secondary is pretty good. Uh, and they do put pressure on the quarterback, and, and their defense is solid. But given that, there's absolutely no reason why we can't go into this game and complete some of the same passes that we completed last week. They won't. Same timing, same everything. They won't. And I think on their side, if if the young guy starts, he's had a little bit of trouble with this. But you're not as worried you know, it's more like, hey, we're going to go eight-man front and we're going to force the young guy to try to beat us throwing the ball because that's kind of been, you know, his problem. Whereas, you know, if the vet steps in there, the vet's much better at that. Maybe, you you know, your game plan changes a little bit. But, I mean, there there is, like I said, no reason that we shouldn't be able to go in there and complete. Now, are you gonna, is he going to throw three passes for three touchdowns? Maybe not. You know, if it's two passes for two touchdowns, we'll take it. You know, we'll go ahead and, and go with it. Um, I I think we're averaging like, I don't know, 18, 19 points a game, and I think they're averaging like 14, 15 points a game. Well, you know? they're so, they're like 20th in the league in points. Like, they're 26th, I think, in the league in points, and you're 13th. So you brought up how the Titans aren't better in any offense. Titans are much better in scoring points. Than Buffalo is now. I think a lot of that's because Cleveland gave you seventeen, you know, twenty-one yeah, turnovers. Yeah. But, but again, like I, I, it's, I mean, again, I screw the Bills. I don't need to hear one thing about Buffalo other than the fact that they turned the ball over. I don't trust the Titans. I don't trust the Titans. Has nothing to do with Buffalo. I do not trust the Tennessee Titans to win a game they should win. And let's be real, they should win this game. So let's get that on the docket. 615-737-1025. 615-737-1025. Do you believe in the Titans after Atlanta? Do you think that they should beat Buffalo? Do you think they can beat Buffalo? We'll get to that. Floyd? How about Matt Duchesne last night, baby? Matt Duchesne gets out there. They roll in the two lines for the Predators and the Preds in what was a very, very boring first half of a game. Lit it up. For the second 30 minutes or whatever, after Minnesota took the 2-1 lead, Third period. the Predators lit it up, and Matt Duchesne, three assists, and the Predators win the game 5-2. What did you think of the Preds last night? Uh, I agree with you. It started off, I think it was 0-0, the end of the first period. Second period, they ended up ahead 2-1, to and then come the third period, and we lit it up. So... Um, you know, I mean, we got some scoring across the board, which was nice. I mean, I, I thought it ended up a good game. It was it was hard to watch. You know, it's it's funny how hockey early in the year 
Now, this is just my opinion. This is, uh, you know, an amateur looking at this. It's not quite the same game as it is the last few games of the year. I mean, there's a lot more space out there between people. You know, guys aren't hugged up when the ball, when the puck goes in the corner, instead of having 15 guys in there clawing for it, there's two, you know, and they work it out. And okay, let's go. It seems like later on in the year, everything gets much, much tighter, much, much closer. Not, you know, not a lot of space. But last night, I thought, especially early in the, in the, in the game that there was, you know, a lot of space. There was a lot of, you know, back and forth and moving around. I just didn't. It was it was not inspirational, but the last period uh, that was for real. Let me tell Pekka, you, Pekka made a couple. Of, I saw him. I was going back and forth between the game and 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 um, and the Preds, and uh, and I turned TVs, it on. Floyd. I turned it on right at uh, um, one of Pekka's. I mean, they they came down in a flurry. Pekka stopped everything. I mean, he was he was phenomenal. And I'll say this: you know who I think has benefited the most from the changes the Predators have made? Mikhail Granlin, because he actually looked like a player last night, not some bum who can't do anything. So maybe putting him with good players and taking him away from bad players is going to make him a better player, make him the five point seven five million dollar player he is. Because he looked like a player last night. But Duchesne getting it done. Three assists. Three assists. That's a pretty good night. Now, remember, PK scored the game-winning goal in his first game as a Predator. So, and I think Kyle Turris scored in his first game as a Predator. And Ryan Hartman, who, by the way, watching Ryan Hartman on the other team makes me so glad Ryan Hartman's not on the Predators anymore. He scored the game-winning goal in his first game. So, make of it what you will. Both are on the table. Titans, spread 615-737-1025-615-737-1025 on a fireball. Hot take Friday. Coming up next, I charged Mike Vrabel this with this last year, but that may not have been fair. Well, I'm charging him with it again. We'll get to that next. Jared and the GM live from the Wholesale Inc. Studio, powered by RumbleOn.com. It's ESPN 1025, the game. Coach, it's uh, it's going to be sort of a slobber knocker, isn't it? I think so, you know, and I hope so. And that's, uh, you know, Sean's a great coach. Uh, he's got a very physical team. He's got a very good team, 3-1. and one. Um, You know, they gave the Patriots everything they wanted. And, um, you know, you hold them to 140 yards uh, passing and, and whatever they did, um, that, that's pretty impressive. That was Mike Vrabel on the coach's show talking about, hey, you know, it's going to be a – slobber knocker out there and let me say this Floyd I got a hot take on Fireball Hot Take Friday before we get to the calls but I want to revisit something I said last year and maybe it was premature to put this on Vrabel's plate but this game's at home not at Buffalo like it was last year and the Titans have shown signs of life lately and and I'm happy with what I'm seeing kind of but the difference between the Vrabel Titans and the Malarkey Titans and the Munchak Titans should be that the Vrabel Titans should win this game. If if Vrabel has changed things at that with that team, they will win this game on Sunday. The Titans should win on Sunday. And yet I have seen the Titans so many times lose games just like this. How is it? <laughs> So last year, I know you're a smart guy. So last year, I, I said, I know I can sense you. This got a time, good I'm memory. holding Vrabel to this. I have no the idea same old Titans how you cannot hear people talking about this throughout the league, not just here, and about how 
teams go up and down and up and down and should win, shouldn't win. It happens everywhere, everywhere to every team. We think it only happens to us, which is human nature. Hey, it only City. happens to me. It never happens to any of those other teams. Doesn't happen to Kansas City. Of course, there's New England, who's going to win the Super Bowl last year that lost to five playoff te- four playoff teams. I mean, non-playoff teams and beat all the playoff teams. Now, how does that? New England, Bill Belichick, he's, you know what? We need to put the hat on Bill Belichick because Bill obviously doesn't know how to coach. Jeez. I mean, this is the NFL. In the NFL, this stuff happens all the time. And just because it happens to you doesn't mean it only happens to you. But I can see you're never going to get over that for whatever reason. Well, my whole thing is if Mike Vrabel is this special coach that they all told me he was a special coach when they hired him, right? Like Bill? They said. Bill a special coach? Yes. Oh, so how does he lose to five non-playoff teams? Four. Four non-playoff teams? Again. How does that happen? And they went 12 and four. How does that happen? And if Vrabel can get this team to 12 and four, then, then hats off. But, like, the game they lost to the Colts, Tom Brady doesn't lose that game now. Bill Belichick doesn't lose that game. Titans lose that game. And the, the Malarkey Titans lose that game. The Munchak Titans lose that game. The Brady-Belichick teams don't lose that game. So if Rabel's a special coach, he will find a way to not have the Titans choke this winnable game away. The one thing, but the only way Buffalo can beat you is if you turn over the football. Because they're going to turn over the football, too. So if you turn over the football, you will probably be in a dogfight with Buffalo. If you don't turn over the ball, you're going to win. Well, this team is the best in the league right now at not turning over the football. But watch. They'll go into Buffalo. They'll throw two picks, fumble it three times. Just because I I know the Titans too well. I know the Titans. (laughs) I cannot, other than Frank Gore and Josh Allen and Zay Jones... And Quentin Spain, because he was here, I can't name a single player on their offense at Buffalo. And I don't care to. They are a forgettable team with not a lot of good players. Cannot name more than three players on their offense. And that's because they're not spectacular. But again, this is a game they should win. They should win. And I have a horrible feeling about this game because I have seen the Titans too many times lose these games when they get to be slobber knockers and it's down at the end and then the quarterback spikes the ball on third down. So, if again, I'm going to say if they lose this game the way I feel like they're probably going to lose this game. If they lose this way, then I'll say the same old Titans and Vrabel who you fired a good coach for in order to hire is just the same as all the other coaches. But if you find a way to win this and get on a roll, then I think you have to say okay, that's why they hired Mike Vrabel. Fine. I keep covering for him, Floyd. That's I can't. It. I can't even talk to you. Just, just covering I mean, for Vrabel. I feel like I'm talking to a machine or something. I mean, you got. I, I don't. Like I said, I know you're smart. I mean, I know you can see what's going on, but what is in your mind and what comes out of your mouth are so often two different what, things. What I see. So I what, yeah, you are right. I can't. You, you are I right. I am and, smart. And, 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 I mean, for me, for me to continue to hear you say things like that, I just hey, okay, fine. So I understand the smart smile and nod. That's what I learned from Sally. The smart me that you talk about, I agree with. I I am smart. 
all I see is you just never wanting to put anything onto Vrabel's plate. Let me say this, Jared. You don't even know what to put on the plate. You don't even know where the plate is. Just win the game. You got nothing. You got nothing, but you say, I know. I hear you say, I know. You know squat. I'm telling you, I know. You don't know I don't even anything. know what I said I know about, but I know. But you're going to, you know, stand on the table and shout at the top of your lungs. I'm just so tired of the Titans losing you, games like you this. You and A.B. and guys like that are just have that kind of personality. And I understand that. A.B. is been being investigated to... for sexual assault. I do not he's, have that kind of He's also got a big mouth. So. What <laughs> <laughs> a clear the yeah. air there. I have never been a, a big mouth. They get up there and say often ridiculous things. And to the everybody phones. Everybody shakes their heads. Fireball Hot Take Friday, 615-737-1025. Josh, kick us off today on the Titans. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, first of all, I love the show, guys. But Thank you. Jared, Jared, Jared. Run, 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 punt. I love it. No way to go through life. You cannot play football that way. You can't complain about the Titans. Day I, I listen to the show every day. All you do is complain about the Titans and not trust. Did them. the Chicago Bears not go twelve and four seen, last year with run, 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 punt? Seen, we've all seen them lose the games they were supposed to win. But if your only advice to them is run, 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 punt, dude, come on, that's <laughs> no solution. That's not even real advice. Obviously, we need to get AJ Brown more involved and to get a little more explosive in the passing game. But you can't say run, 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 punt, and then complain about the outcome on the field. I have no so. expectation for explosiveness. In the, thank you for the call, Josh. I have no ex- expectation for explosiveness in the passing game this week. Zero. Like everything Davis and Brown did last week, forget about it. You're not going to be able to do that this week. Buffalo's defense is too good. I guess we should just pitch it in, huh? Are we going to sit here and talk football or are we going to whine all day? Run, 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 punt. Run, 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 punt. We can't do it. Why is run, 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 punt when the other team's quarterback is a turnover machine? Why is that a bad idea? We turn it over too much. We can't beat a team like Buffalo. I didn't say can't. We can't do anything. I mean, we just, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do. Let me get down here in the fetal position in the corner. I, again, you guys can this is, come this and is the visit line. me. You're saying that I'm saying the Titans can't win. Au contraire, mon frere. The Titans very much can win this game. Well, how are they going to win? They should by they not can't, turning they the can't ball t- over. T- no, they're going to. You just said what? Three interceptions, four four fumbles. So that's turnovers. So we lose that way. We so always if you don't do we that, you'll always win. lose games like this. Don't after turn the we ball play over. a good always, game. Always lose. Always. Game so always. I mean, we can't win there. I mean, I don't. I guess we just can we cancel. Everybody who's been a Titan the fan would be mad. Every if we person, canceled? every person who's been a Titan fan Hi. for the last fifteen years knows I'm right. Yes, sir. Well, we can't make it. We're closing the stadium because we can't win. I'm, this is game. Jeez. Yeah, you can say this. You can say that's fine. You say that about this Buffalo game. But when they go from not turning the ball over, being the best team in the league at turning the ball over, and they have three of them on Sunday, don't come looking at me now. We're, we're don't good. don't we're blame the quarterback. Put, no it the we got no put it on the coach. Six one five seven three seven one zero. Now we're putting it on the coach. Six one five. We're putting it on the coach for the turnovers that we haven't had yet. Six one five seven three seven one zero two five. Jared, the GM. 
Hey, join ESPN 1025 The Game today from 3 to 5 as the Music City Sports Collectibles and Autograph Show kicks off at the Factory in Franklin. Autograph guests include Pete Rose, Earl Campbell, Bobby Hull, Nashville Predator stars Victor Arvidsson and Rocco Grimaldi, Titans Jayon Brown, and many more. Also, 75 tables with the top dealers from across the country, autograph authentication and card grading by the industry's best. More details go to thegamenashville.com under the events tab. Jared and the GM, it's ESPN 1025, the game. How much a Buffalo tape from last year help you up, and how much different do they look through four games this year? Quite frankly, they're, they're a really good defense. You know, they've got a bunch of underrated players. I think they've got guys on every single level of the defense that are great players. And um, you can tell just with their effort and how they play, um, they take pride in it. So, honestly, we have a lot of, lot of work cut out for us. It's going to be on us to execute. But uh, we, know, we know we have a challenge in front of us. Marcus Mariota talking about the Buffalo Bills. Can I just say, please just don't turn the ball over. If they just don't turn the ball over, I got a pretty good feeling they're going to win. Right? I mean, like, I know that it's too simplistic to say go into a football game, Floyd, and say... Well, if they don't turn over the ball, they'll definitely win. Because if they go three and out every time and then Buffalo kicks one field goal, even if Buffalo turns it over five times, like, Buffalo would still win the game. But being real with this football game, doesn't it feel like the way Buffalo wins and loses games is based solely upon turnovers and then plays at the end of the game? So they get them, but they give them. So if you go into this game and you get them, but you don't give them, I feel like you're going to win the game. A lot like the Cleveland game. They didn't play great in the Cleveland game at the beginning, but then they started giving them, and you didn't give them back. And that's how I feel about this game. So the turnover margin is the defining statistic of this football game. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it easily could be, simply because that's what they do. You know, that's the best and worst that they do. So it's, you know, however they, they lay out from there, I mean, they get they get. I mean, if you look at their numbers on offense with the interceptions and the fumbles and all those things, you you wouldn't think they could, you know, move the ball. You wouldn't think they would have any yards. But uh, but then you look up, like you look up the yards for offense, and I mean, they've they're moving up and down the field. So they're they're um, they're finding a way. Now it's it's largely with the quarterback running and with uh, Gore. But you know, not entirely, and so I think they're. Um, you know, it's going to be it's the same kind of game. Anytime you get two defenses like this and two offenses that are that are still looking for you know personality, then I think that's what happens. I know, but you say that every game. You say that you know, hey, it's going to come right down to the end. Just you said all that last week that Falcons Titans would come right down to the end, and the Titans had a double digit lead the entire fourth quarter. Yeah. This game is different, though. I'm with you. I think this game is coming right down to the end. And honest to God, I kind of hope the ball's not in Mariota's hands. Because against that defense, I'm not sure he can make those plays. It's coming right down to the nitty-gritty. And I think it's going to be a matter of, you know, some kind of field position given up either uh, by a turnover or they've got they they've got. I mean, right now, definitely the best kick returner in the league. Uh, but he might be one of the better returners, period, in the league. Um, and so we're going to have to find a way to do something about that. Well, and I asked Vrabel about punting this week, 
and how big of a deal that's going to be with the way the punter's kicking the ball. And he went right to Roberts and said, hey, he's one of the best returners in the league. And he's worried about him. He's so, outstanding. And I'm with you. Again, I, I don't disagree with any of that. I just think the Titans, you know, the Titans just find ways to lose games like this. And that's why I have a horrible feeling about this football game. A horrible feeling. I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm not trying to be negative on the Titans. I'm just, I have a horrible feeling because I think the Titans, everything good they did last week, they, they, they love to do this, right? Like everything that they that they do well, all of a sudden just you wipe the table clean and then you start all the way over again. It's like you beat Cleveland and you play good ball, smart ball, good team ball, and then you go to Indianapolis and everybody works together to screw up that loss. And it's like wipe the slate clean, everything they did, forget about it, doesn't matter. And this Buffalo game is the perfect opportunity to build on what they did last week against Atlanta and yet I just feel like I know the Titans too well to wipe the slate clean, and that's that's where I, I am on the Titans. Let's go back to your phones. Uh, Don is up next on a Fireball Hot Take Friday on the Titans. Go ahead, Don. Jared, man, I, 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 I just want to tell you, Jared, I love you, man. I, I appreciate you now. I just need you to tell me again who you, going, who you say is going to win because I got the bet. So you got to listen at 545 for six-pack picks. We will make our official predictions at 545. Right, Jared, if nobody else is listening at 545, you know that Don will be listening because I got to get the other pick. So whoever you pick, I'm putting the whole house on it, Jared. Don't listen to nothing else nobody else saying, Jared. Keep doing what you're doing. Mr. Floyd, just try to hang in there as best you can. That's all I can say. By the way, this would be a perfect time to bring up the fact that on the season, picking Titans games, Floyd is 0-4. Floyd picked on the pregame show, he picked Cleveland, he picked the Titans, he picked the Titans, he picked the Falcons. He is 0-4 on the season in picking games. So I just wanted to drive. I felt like this was the right time when the caller calls in to say he's going to pick who against whatever I pick, to just let the people know that Floyd is 0 for 4 on the season picking Titans games. Ian, you ever have one of those little dogs that's constantly like around your ankles? You just, I know the type. Yeah, I know the type. Yeah. you got to just kick them out of the way every once in a while. i got to start kicking over here. I can see that right You are now. the Cincinnati Bengals of picking Titans games right now. 0 and 4. The Dol- not the Dolphins, because you haven't been that What bad. about the pick six? What happened last week in the pick six? Again, that is six-pack picks, six and that is picks. 545. What happened That We will finals. talk about that at 545. Oh, last week? Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to check double-check the standings. Uh, that is a 545 discussion, Floyd. Can you not five? See this right here? What does it say right there? 545. Six-pack picks. Shut up, Jared. That's uh, what it says. It says Owen Moore Floyd <laughs> on the pregame show. Uh, I but again, I mean, I think what's funny is I said to Floyd yesterday talking about the Bills game. In fact, uh, one of our bosses walked in today and said, "What do you guys? How do you guys feel about the game?" And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't know. How, I don't know how I'm gonna pick. I told you at the start of the show, I have a whoa, bad whoa, feeling whoa, about this game. Whoa, whoa. We know how you're gonna pick. It's obvious how you're gonna pick. How against the Titans? I mean, that's for sure. Why? 
It just makes it sound that way so far. Well, remember last wow. week when wow. I was worried about the Falcons and Pat Ball over here was giving me all the reasons that he thought they were going to beat the Titans, and then what did he do at the end of the show? Pick the Falcons. He picked the Falcons. So I am entitled to do the same thing. So I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to pick. See, here's the thing. The Titans should win. The question is, will the Titans win? And that's, me when this is over that's where I struggle with. Cedric Please. is up next on a Fireball Hot Take Friday. Go ahead, Cedric. Hey, Jerry, listen. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, they don't lose games like this. I agree 1,000% with you. But does Gruden and Kirk Cousins lose games like this? How about Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton? We don't know who Mike Vrabel is, bro. Mike Vrabel might be uh, Gruden, Jay Gruden, and Marvin Lewis. That's who he might be as a coach. And we damn sure know that Marcus Mariota is Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton. We, we damn sure know that. So, listen, I, I agree with you. It's going to be a hard-fought game. Buffalo has a great defense. This is the game where we got to let the big dog eat. Corey Davis has got to show up, and Delaney's got to do his thing. And if we do that, and Marcus doesn't turn the ball over, which is a big if. We know he's got that popcorn arm. Hey, how how, how great is it a big corner. if? He leads the league right now in not turning the ball over. Come on, Jay. Don't, don't give me that, man. Don't give me that. We have not played leads anybody. The league. Huh? I said leads the league. Jerry, come on. Floyd, how do you do I, it every day, Floyd? I, I can't help I, you. I don't want to say how you do it every I day. I can't help you. You can okay, see what I go through every day. Every day. Listen, Floyd, I'm going to start this new campaign. I'm getting shirts. We're going to rally one day, have a big game. Everybody wants to be part of Floyd's fellas with the DM's face on the shirt. Come on out there, dog. <laughs> Thank you, Cedric. I, again, I'm just being real. He wants to talk about, well, we know Mariota's going to turn the ball over with that pop gun arm. Mariota leads the league in not turning the ball over, which goes back to why I think the Titans should, should, win the game. But should and will are two totally different things. Adam, up next on a Fireball Hot Take Friday. What's up, Adam? Hey, all right, so I had a good call last Friday, man. I nailed it, so I'm going to do it one more time this week. I'm going 27-3 to Titans. Whoa. I don't think I don't think they score much, man. Uh, it's anywhere between 27 to 31 points. I think we'll be fine. Uh, I don't think Buffalo can score a touchdown. I don't think they're going to get many points. So that's all, that's my prediction. Okay, if that happens, thank you for the call. If that Thanks, happens, Adam. I will be stunned. I will be floored if the Titans score twenty-seven points and win twenty-seven to three. Like, do you know how hard that is to to beat a team of this caliber deep with this defense to score twenty? Tom Brady threw for one hundred and fifty yards on this team last week, and you think the Titans are going to score twenty-seven points? That's what he said, 27 to 3. I know, but even you know that that's like a little ridiculous. To score 27 on this defense? I don't, I mean, this defense, no, I mean, this difference, defense is no different than defenses we've already played. What? Don't, don't make this defense out to be a world beater what? now. I don't know what you think. Name me some of the defensive players on this team that are like all pro, all uh, Pro Bowl caliber guys. Give me some names. Lorenzo Alexander. <laughs> He's not even starting. He's good. He's not even a starter. He's got like two fumbles. This Shut week. up. Not even a starter. Vrabel, Vrabel was all worried about him <laughs> earlier this week. 
Tredavious White, the corner, is pretty good. They got two good safeties. And they are. Thank you. Vrabel just said they you had two good safeties. No, yeah, you got I no idea. You got no idea. And you got this team with the, the 85 Bears. 150 yards to Tom I freaking don't Brady. Care. I don't care. I really don't care. He's the greatest who ever lived. Uh, he is. Uh, he is. But we've played him. Let me say this. The Tom Brady we played last year was not a starter in the NFL. Was not a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. And they ended up winning the Super Bowl. So even Tom Brady can have a bad day. We've seen that. We know that. That is possible. But they still won. And in their world, that's all that matters. So everybody was happy. But, I mean, he, Tom could go out and throw for 600 this week. I don't even know who they play. But, I mean, he could light it up, be totally different. 615-737-1025. Back to your phones on a Fireball Hot Take Friday. But first, a Preds thought Patrick Sharp getting a little excited about something he saw yesterday. We'll get to what Patrick Sharp had to say about the Preds win yesterday. It's Jared and the GM and your phones. Fireball Hot Take Friday. It's ESPN 1025 The Game. Scramble down. 92 seconds to go. Here's Ekholm. Ekholm has Forsberg in front of the score. acclimate to this organization so quickly. Was that how quickly you envisioned it happening just with how much he really seemed to want to yeah, be here? It seems like that, you know, like he, this is where he wanted to be. We, we wanted to have him and um, it, it, it finally happened and um, he's, he stepped right in. I mean, this is, to, to, I think for him, if you ask him, this is his home, like Nashville's his home. He wants to be here. He wants this to be a place where he thrives and um, he's bringing that to work right now and it really shows. The great Matt Duchesne last night had three assists for the Predators. And you hear Peter Laviolette saying, hey, this is his home. This is where he wanted to be. Yes, Peter, we do know that. We did talk to him the day he signed on this show, and he was talking to us about how pumped he was to be in Nashville. He had like four press conferences or whatever when he got here. Yes, Matt Duchesne wants to be in Nashville, but he certainly played like it yesterday. And, Floyd, you talk, we talked a lot about the idea of the two lines, and could the two lines be... You know, something that really pays off, and it looked like last night the two-line theory might actually work. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly certainly got a chance. I mean, we you know, we're still going to have to pay some more. But, I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, it sounds like right now that's going to be our offense. So it's more a matter of, okay, this is the way we're going to do it. Let's make it work. Uh, so, I, you know, I think they're probably approaching it a little bit that way, saying, hey, you know, this is not an experiment. We've been practicing this way, started the season this way, and, you know, we'll probably continue this way. So let's let's look at it as home base and something a little bit different. But, it, you know, maybe better for a lot of guys. I'm and, with you. And Granlin is one of those guys oh, that I love Granlin may with, be better with this for. Thing. I mean, with Granlin, with those guys, actually looked like a player last night. Last year, he looked like a bum. This year he's playing out there with those guys. He looks like a player. And Patrick Sharp on NBC Sports Network after the game yesterday. Now, again, these guys on TV, I I, I have a hard time jumping to huge conclusions about the Predators after a one game against bum Minnesota. But those guys on TV don't. This was Patrick Sharp 
on the uh, NBC Sports Network last night. Matt Duchesne fit in pretty nicely, if you ask me. First game as an Asheville Predator, three assists, that empty net. Apple to finish the game always feels nice to go home with a W, but I thought he looked great tonight. He was all over the ice. He wanted the puck. He was creating make plays. Uh, they got two top lines there and a nice bottom six in the forward group. They're going to be a tough team to beat this year. So he's saying, hey, look at Matt Duchesne. They got those two lines, and I think that that makes Nashville a tough team to beat. Hard to argue with the early returns of what they looked like yesterday because what happened, what I was worried about was I was worried about Arvidsson and Johansson because Johansson's not going to want to score, right? Right. Okay, so Arvidsson is going to have to score on that line to make that to make it not a total train wreck that you broke up the Jofa line. And I'm not certain Arvidsson will be able to score if Forsberg is not taking away a ton of the attention when he's on the ice at least at the rate that he's scored the last couple of years. And so all of a sudden last night, Craig Smith puts a beautiful puck on the net, which is the thing they did last night, they got pucks to the net. You know, they got, I want to say their first goal last night, it may have been their second goal or their third goal when they went bang, bang for the second and the third. What it was was it was traffic in front of the net, and then they got a puck on it, and Dubnik had no idea where it was. That's simple hockey. And Smith puts a puck on the net, and the puck comes out on a rebound for Arvidsson, and boom, just cashes it home. And I'm like, now if Smith plays up because of the guys he's playing with, and Granlin plays up because of the guys he's playing with, then the two-line system is going to work. And it worked last night. The idea of two good lines as opposed to one big line and then everybody else. And it worked last night. Now, what is the difference between it worked last night and it will work and this team will be good this year because it will work? And that's kind of the thing in my head where I'm like, okay, Jared, like it's the first game of the season against Minnesota who honestly is a train wreck right now. I mean, Paul Fenton went in there and just put dynamite like Ken Wisenhunt style dynamite to that franchise. Boom! And that's what Minnesota's looking at right now because they're horrible. But, but I mean, it, so it's like, what do you look at when you see the one game and then you you say, hey, is it one game? I mean, like, it's it's tough for me to, to, to get excited like Patrick Sharp was, but I did see it too. You know well, what I mean? It's not, I mean, it's not hard to say outlandish things you know i mean that's i mean judging from last night you say the power play is still a failure although they got a lot power, of chances power play didn't get any points it's still a failure and yet we saw him go off the post we saw him have two or three great opportunities i think anybody that watched it would leave there thinking well it looked better to me now i'm no expert and i know they didn't score but it did look better so you know, it's hard. I mean, it's I, I, we're talking about one game, one eighty second of the season. I'd say we got a little bit more evidence to go. Do you know what I did like last night? What I just thought was so foolish. Two things that the fans do that really get on my nerves. And I know it's fans, and fans will boo no matter what the call is, even if it's blatantly obvious. You know, you go to a Titan game, guy gets his guy gets his helmet turned sideways, face mask on the Titans, the fans will boo. But last night, Granlin plays the puck with the high stick on the on the puck that went off of Benino's face and into the net. Granlin plays it with a high stick, and they call it back, and the fans booed. And I'm like, how can you boo that? The his stick was like two feet above the crossbar. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. Like, how can you boo that play? 
And then the other is like the Ryan Suter thing. Like, can we stop booing Ryan Suter? Like, who cares? Like, honest to God, I'm glad he's not here anymore. Like, if you had to be stuck with that contract, I mean, Shea Weber was the better player and had a similar contract, and you traded that contract away because that contract was going to kill you if you kept it. And so so you traded that. So Suter has one of those contracts that is just handcuffing him and Parisi, handcuffing Minnesota, and yet you boo him every time he's on the ice almost a decade after he left you? Like, who cares? I, who cares? Yeah. So why, it just looks petty for the fans to constantly boo Ryan Suter. Like, get over it. Jimmy Vesey spurned you to go to New York, and he got traded to Buffalo. And I don't even know where he is right now, Vesey. Honest to God, his career's never taken off. You don't need to boo that guy anymore. He knows he made a bad choice. I know he made a bad choice. If you broke up with somebody, right, and they went on to have a miserable life, and you went on to marry a perfect 10, would you really want to sit there and boo that person every time you saw them? Or would you laugh at them because their life stinks and your life is great? So (laughs) why do I care about Ryan Souter? So get over yourselves, fans. It's over. Nobody cares anymore. It just I am embarrassed for the Preds fans when they boo Ryan Suter. Get over it. I'm glad he's not on this team. So that's uh you struck a little chord with me last night about that. Like, stop booing him. And stop booing VZ and you know, rattle off you can boo. Everybody else, stop booing. Six one five seven three seven one oh two five. Back to your calls on the Titans on a Fireball Hot Take Friday. Plus, I gotta I You love what you saw out of the Atlanta game for the Titans, but what actually will translate and carry over to the Buffalo game? Floyd will break that down coming up next. Fireball Hot Take Friday. It's Jared and the GM on ESPN 1025 The Game.